2: It's Gather round It's
0: almost my birthday. He's gonna be old. Welcome to the completely unnecessary podcast for Tuesday, May 5th, single to Mile, alongside this the disruptor Ian Ferguson. Why am I that? I am Galaxy Purple Pat Contry. On the show this week, we'll be talking about talking about the, the big Nintendo data leaks. We'll be talking about the Billy Mitchell lawsuit versus Twin Galaxies. Recent heritage auction auction video game results, which we, we're, we're kind of starting to do every month, which is nice and a and uh, a Q&A and a Patreon poll um Ian how how was your weekend it was uh it was pretty decent
1: actually pretty uh, pretty decent pretty decent my shoulder pain has started to uh reduce itself i got a uh steroid injection in my shoulder on i think it was thursday or friday um and it's helped a little bit i don't think it's everything
0: I'm i got to i got to hang that picture back up while you talk keep going yeah <laughs> important um okay uh,
1: so right got the injection uh we'll probably have to do some physical therapy um have you ever had a corticosteroid injection um the needle is fucking
0: terrifyingly th- long i i had a um some sort of weird growth tumor on my knee mm. around where i had surgery they didn't know what it was. So instead of just hacking it off right away, which they should have done, they fucked around with these steroid injections for like two, three months. Yeah, they were painful. It gets in there. I remember yeah. that. Yeah, like
1: this is actually, it's you know, it's it's shooting to get in between the joint. Like it wants to get in there. So, you know, okay. it's, it's not just a... It's like a thick one. It's not just a surface injection. It's, you know, it's it's getting in there and they numb you with the, the cold spray and all that. Um, it doesn't actually hurt that bad. It's just, it's, it's terrifying to see them come in with, you know... Normally the needle on, like, a, a, a an inoculation or something is, like, that long. And it's like, oh, my fucking God. It's like, just get behind me, put it in. That sounded bad. I was going to uh, say. Uh, get it over a, with. Put that on a t-shirt. Get behind me, put it in. Um, I uh, also downloaded and started playing uh, Streets of Rage 4. Um, and I am happy to report that Streets of Rage 4 is really fucking good. Okay. Really good. Um, I saw Andre playing on Twitch. I... Uh, I have my strong opinions about things. I worry about things. And uh, when things turn out good, I'm not going to pretend like they don't. I'm I'm very happy when things turn out good. Um, examples I was worried of about Bloodstained when I found out that Way Ford was doing it. I ended up really liking Bloodstained. Um, with this one, I was afraid that the, the first trailers that I saw, I didn't love the animation style, and the game no. didn't look like it... Um, it didn't look like it really conveyed, like, the impact that's important in a beat-em-up. I think that's one of the most important things in a beat-em-up, is that you actually have to feel
0: like you're hitting something. The sound yeah. design's gotta be good. It sounds good, good. It you get that slight stagger down when you hit someone, like in Final Fight. Um, yeah, know.
1: Final Fight does it really well, and, and the Streets of Rage series does, too. I've just always been afraid with these, you know, when people grab these series and try to bring them into the modern era after so many years of not having done anything and keep in mind the last streets of rage we saw was i think 93 94 was streets of rage 3 um yeah i was worried about it i was not excited uh but it came out and i started hearing really good things in the lead up our friend uh joe modzleski from um uh, limited run he's been a big uh he was like a big cheerleader of the game as he you know as time went on and he was able to play like some stuff of it. he was like this is gonna be good uh and it is i haven't beaten it yet but the soundtrack is fantastic the game feels great um i there's no run some of the characters that you play as you can double tap and kind of like dash in just a little bit like to gain a step but there's no like full-on run which is the only thing that i feel like is missing uh I, I go to run a few every once in a while and it doesn't it's not there you like having running your, your beat-em-ups well eh, just I mean even just to move from like point A to point B after everything is destroyed it's nice to kind of be able to move around a little bit a lot of beat-em-ups do have a dash um, especially modern ones uh, but all that said it's really good and um,
0: yeah it's fun so uh, I'm looking this up there's 12 unlockable characters yep including the original pixelated ones, spoilers. Interesting. Yep. Well, that's good. 12 levels, good soundtrack, everything feels good. How, how long is the game?
1: Uh, I'm a, probably about it's probably a couple hours to get through everything. Couple hours? Yeah. It's 12
0: levels, lo- 12 levels. It's it's long. A little long for a beat 'em up, but that's fine. I mean, in this modern age, I guess you want a little I mean, longer. if you want
1: to find something wrong
0: with it, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying.
1: If you, Two if you, hours is a little bit long for a beat-em-up. That's well, I mean, but the game... Little... Yeah, but you you save and load. I mean, if, if oh, they I made load. if they made it as long as a normal beat-em-up, people would bitch about
0: it being too Oh, short. sure.
1: It's not a beat-em-up that I'm Is gonna... there branching
0: paths? Uh, that I'm unaware of if okay. there are. That'd be cool. I'd rather play a game through, like, twice with branching paths. That'd be cool. I'm not looking for a single play, but I... On the Genesis, those fucking street rage games were like twenty five minutes. You are done. Get out. Go home. <laughs> on the Genesis. yeah, I am fine with having to
1: sit down, you know, twice to be to beat them up if if I am enjoying it, so that I don't burn out on it. I, I understand. The, I, I definitely uh, believe there is, especially in shooters. I often feel like there is a benefit
0: in brevity. Yes, but um, unless there is enough variety in the, in, the, in the enemies and stages, there
1: is there is a benefit to brevity yeah. in these arcade type I, games. I feel like uh, Final Fight is. Um, uh, one of the best paced beat-em-ups. But for something that is releasing for our console for 25 bucks, I understand the desire to put a little bit of extra length in there. Sure. So, yeah. Anyways, it's very good, and I'm I'm happy it came out as good as it did. Um, I'd love to see, you know, more beat-em-ups that are truly good come back. Oh, and one thing I wanted to mention. Oh, this yeah, is important. They did something with the super moves that I absolutely fucking love. Okay. So, you know how in a beat-em-up, whether it's... Uh, final fight uh, double dragon I believe does them, uh, lots of beat em ups when you do your special move it takes a chunk of your life away not double dragon but okay not, it takes a chunk of your life away that's always been really really annoying to me um, the way that um, Streets of Rage 4 handles that uh, is really great when you do a special move it takes away a chunk of your life uh-huh. but the bar stays gray so after you do it you have that opportunity to as long as you don't get hit by an enemy It'll and you charge keep back up. as long as you keep hitting them any enemies your life charges back up as soon as you get hit by an enemy after using a special move you lose the ability to gain
0: back that life so it creates a strategic yes. use, usefulness it's, of it. you're not afraid to use it right
1: it's far more um, strategic there's far better play there, there's far more opportunity to use it where you don't feel like you're just getting
0: rid of life i kind of like the con- i had to play it and see if it's not something you get overly... I don't like any game where you have to overly rely on a special move in a beat-em-up. Uh, I think it should be balanced enough where you don't have to use it too much unless you get overwhelmed. But you uh, don't. You don't have to use character. it that much. I'm just saying that the, I'm
2: just
1: saying that uh, it's, bark, not, bark. it's not... It, I'd rather not be entirely punished for using a special move. There's far more risk-reward. I, I've never liked that. just-take-a-chunk-of-my-life-away-for-using-a-special-move um, thing. Beat em ups.
0: I thought it's fine because otherwise you just spam the special move and there's no challenge. What's the point then? Mm. Of playing the damn game.
1: Right. You're
0: you're absolutely right. What I'm saying here is this is a nice. Medium And I, I, I like I said to you I know why you're getting snippy I said in theory I'm open to it I just I want to make sure It's not something where Okay now I'm going to be using This special move Every 10 seconds Punching guys Using it Please again. do your investigation And report back I will, I will investigate Okay Please investigate I don't know why you are snippy back. When I'm agreeing with you on it in theory i just want to see what happens and i with gotta this. put my eyes on this very simple mechanic and make sure that it's not silly for me <laughs> okay. yes for me i'm not saying i'm gonna ban it i'm not like like the the world video game organization mm. that we have like a 10 a, a person panel about <laughs> video game rules like just say for me i'm very per- per- a- a particular about my beat-em-ups you know that
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, it can turn into, like, the fucking tick on the on Super Nintendo. You want to hang yourself before the damn game's over. Was the tick a beat-em-up? Yes, I never played it. A certain Super Nintendo guidebook at Ultimate Nintendo. Cool. I love Com. the
1: Super Nintendo. I know everything about it, Pat.
0: Well, why would you ask me after I said it's a beat-em-up?
1: I know. It was more <laughs> of a confirmation, a surprise. <laughs> I thought it was We're, a platformer. We snippy.
0: But anyway, so the point is this. That game could last over two hours, and that's way too long for that game because the... um. The, the 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 enemies aren't of any good variety in that game. Unfortunately, they'll change how they look, but they will have the same exact. It just lasts forever. It, it's it just it's just w- way drawn out. So I'm very particular about and because of that. I gave like an average score when if it was half the length, that game would have got a higher score because it just drags forever. I'm very particular about my beat 'em ups. It's very a, particular. It, there's a, there's a really p- precarious scale. That's why you love the best one ever, right? Double Dragon. I never said Double Dragon was the best one ever, Mr. <laughs> snippy Ferguson. I never said that. But it's a good game, and it's obviously ooh, important in history. Ooh. It's a... All right. Uh, speaking of Snippy, uh, haircut week 13 we're around without getting a haircut. Oh, God. I need um, one, too. So I-, I can probably honestly go another two weeks before it gets way out of control. Um, when I went to the store, I-, I now have a face mask, so I didn't have to tie a bandana around. I don't know what would have happened if I tried to. Tie a bandana this week i think i would have tied up my own fingers like a chinese finger trap that's probably what would have happened i would have been like oh shit around your neck i've heard that but and then how do you pull it up how do you did how do you get up and have it being still secure because your neck has less thickness than your face i've never seen anyone have
1: a problem with it just try it it's tie, not gonna be, it's not gonna be tight, tight. Oh, it, it, it is tight. Tie it to a proper tightness and then slide it up over your nose and the tension between your nose and here holds it to your face very okay. tightly.
0: Well, I don't have to anymore because I have a face mask that something oh, made well, for me. I can, I can wash. There you go. So there you go. Uh, there. Oh, uh, then we're also on week two of the bidet saga. It's, it's, again, it's, it's it's a game changer. That's all, that's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to go too much into Love it. Love hearing about Pat's shiny yeah. new asshole. <laughs> well, <laughs> what did you say before? Get behind me and put it in. Yeah. So like you said before. Um... So this weekend, and since you asked so nicely, in what I did this weekend as well, um, I I streamed. Uh, I'm I'm really liking streaming uh, Twitch TV slash Country Code Country Code on Twitch. I'm streaming, watching like 80s commercial blocks. Hey Pat, what did you do this weekend? And and so I think that's my true calling. Not that I don't enjoy playing video games, but there's a lot less stress and a lot more interaction and a lot more fun. I think when you're just like, you know, riffing and watching commercials together and I'm giving like a history lesson on some of the, like the companies no longer around and like certain toys that may have come out and things like that. And in the, uh, in the, one of the, one of the commercial blocks we watched was the very first TurboGrafx-16 commercial. Oh, nice. Introducing the TurboGrafx-16. And speaking of that, Ian, I'm doing a birthday stream. My birthday's coming up on Saturday. Um, it's gonna be at Contra Code on Twitch. I'll be playing Turbo Graphics games. Woo! Probably, probably the mini, maybe through an emulator through the Magic Engine, but we'll see. I gotta see how well it works playing on there. Uh, I, honestly, if they had three extra games, it would be the mini all the way. If it, all it needed would be Legendary Axe One and Two and Bloody Bloody Wolf, and I probably wouldn't need to even think about Devil's it. Crush and Devil's Crush. But you got to crush it on there, though. Um, so anyway, so that's gonna it's gonna be a charity stream. It is going to be raising uh Is money. New Adventure Island on there? I think oh, it shit. Is. is it? I think. No, I don't think it is. God, it's such a good game. No, there has to be. It's Hudson. I think it would be on there. I would think so. Um, it's going to be I'll be, I'll be raising money uh, for the COVID-19 Solidarity Response Fund. That's what I'll be doing. Uh, through either bits that people donate or straight uh, donations. So I'm going to set a goal of probably two or 3000 there. And so, yeah. And then the cool news is that uh, Google.org is actually doing a double match for donations, So basically tripling your money after the fact. So so again, country code on Twitch. Go and follow me on there. It's lots of fun. Um, and I'm starting to finally figure out how to use Twitch about five years, six years into its real existence. Uh, so that's good uh, there. Um, we just passed May the 4th. Which, uh, can has, we not? Can we just literally? Um, can, we, can we? No, please. I'm begging you. Stop. <laughs> Stop.
2: (laughs)
1: Snippy Ferguson. Please, 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 Uh, please, 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 Just fucking once. Can we not talk about that property?
0: What do you mean that? We haven't brought up that in a while. All right. Let's talk about Star Wars. Let's talk about... I was going to talk about... (laughs) <laughs> Everyone May loves the Fourth, Star Wars. May the Fourth wasn't a thing until I think social media. I don't remember May the Fourth being a thing like fifteen years ago. It was, or, but it, or it, ten Disney, years ago. Disney definitely
1: took it and ran. They took with it, it like when they, when they got the property, yeah. they ran with that. That's, the that's how questions. I feel. Uh, is
0: that yeah? They like, we don't need to... a reminder of Star Wars once. A oh year. no, I don't. Also, I'm on your side, E. I don't know why you're like fucking jumping down my throat. We don't need a re- uh, <laughs> I reminder. I just don't want to hear. I'm so. If there is one thing on
1: this planet, I'm fucking breaking down right now. It happened yesterday. If there's one thing on this planet that I am so fucking sick of that i never, ever need to experience anything having to do with it ever again. You want the property gone? It's Star Wars. You want the property? I don't... And the thing is, like, to all the Star Wars fans out there, and, I'm, so, I'm a Star and Wars there's so There's so many theory. of them, that's cool. Like it. Like, I'm not hating on you for liking like it, but it. me, personally, I am just so drenched in the sticky fucking awfulness of the mediocrity of what Star (laughs) Wars has become. I can't do it. I honestly am at the point where, like, every day that goes by, I am less and less likely to watch uh, The Rise of Skywalker. I don't know if I'm ever going to see that movie. Uh, You're not excited that... uh Taika Waititi is going to be
0: directing a Star Wars film.
1: Love Taika Waititi. I just I saw that yesterday and I groaned. It's like, can't we just let it fucking be dead for no. like five years? Not when you spend four billion no, dollars on it. I know, and it just <laughs>
0: fuck. that's a lot of that's a lot of green, Ian. It's a, a lot of celery to spend. Oh, a lot of crisp yeah. lettuce. A lot, of, a lot of lettuce there. Sure. the cheddar chips. Fuck, I just don't like
2: <laughs> I can't.
0: It, it was different when it was like once every 20 years you get a few films. It's like, oh, this feels like an event. It's not an event anymore. I finally read some spoilers
1: for uh, Rise of Skywalker. And I was like, boy, I'm glad I was not looking forward
0: to this movie. <laughs> well, they rewrote that thing heavily. Yeah. I mean, even when you look at the... art, And that's not because I may know someone who worked on the film. When you look at the... Like, they have all the art of books... Well, yeah. they're totally different than what yes. they ended up with. Yeah, like there was supposed to be like some spider Sith monster originally. They're like, oh, I want to see that in the movie. Yeah, the same person had explained that to me as well, and I was like, uh, wow. And you had more of Dark Ray like teaming up with like a Dark uh, Kylo. I was like, this is some cool s- shit. They're going in here, and originally Kylo was not going to have some dumb fucking redemption arc that is there for no fucking reason at all. It was just going to be, yeah, he's a bad dude, he's a bad guy. You go after them. Sometimes we it. have bad guys. Not everyone needs to fucking have redemption. and Have a weird kiss for no reason. Sorry, they they kiss at the end. Spoilers. Oh, do they? It's a, after you know who. <laughs> there's no. It's not earned at all because you know he tortured her and killed Han Solo and you know. It's... Anyway, it's it's a weird movie. It's a weird movie. Right. I'm just gonna say that I enjoyed it for what it was, but it's a weird movie to watch. It's it's like, it's 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 almost like a. It's you know what it is. It's almost like if they gave the average person we want you to tie up this series put in all the ideas you can we'll give you two hours and 20 minutes to do it <laughs> we want as much nostalgia as, as you want throw it in there and put it in a blender that's the movie most people would have, would have made which is not good because most people don't know what would make a good Star Wars film Or You no- can't make a fucking movie by committee and that's exactly what this movie is for better or for worse, I'll let you decide when you watch it. And plus, uh, the Abrams the Abrams cut was like before he, when he submitted it to Disney, it was like twenty to twenty five minutes longer, and they didn't tell him they were cutting out twenty five minutes. About, oh, I
1: heard that. Yeah, and
0: he didn't like know until he didn't it, know until he like he's like what what they watched it or something. So I guess yeah. they they were afraid of having like a two hour forty five minute Star Wars movie or two hour. They needed every fucking minute that they could because so much happens in this movie. Sorry, we, we were treading ground. I, I talked about it. I, I think I, I, I had a... We're done. ...a video about it. Onward. I think I had a like a video, a, a Rare Pat video review uh, on it. But anyway, so uh, you want to
1: talk about the Summer Games Fest I was Yeah, I feel like I should mention this. Summer Games Fest was announced. Uh, Jeff Keighley, um long-time video game industry uh, fella... Um, video what, game rewards guy. Yeah.
0: Awards guy, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, you know used to always be at e three one of the news topics we talked about was how strange it was that he wasn't going to be at e three this year, if it was going to happen, kind of signifying the you know the end of e three We discussed that okay we did <clears throat> um at least I think we did but yes so all these festivals and game conventions and everything have been cancelled so he got together and has basically created what's called Summer Games Fest and it's a loose umbrella it's an Epic's game huh? and under this loose umbrella there are going to be a lot of televised conferences and announcements and shows like that I think it's a good idea and it will get uh, it, you know. It'll help the game industry get the news out there that they they need to and that they normally do, and hopefully prevent the game industry from um, you know locking up uh, during uh, this, this this certain health crisis. Okay. So um, basically, he's partnering with. Uh, Uh, companies like 2K, Activision, Bandai, Namco, Bethesda, PlayStation, EA, Blizzard, Xbox, I mean, all the big ones, Square Enix, they're all on here. Nintendo is not. Nintendo has always kind of done their own thing. And what we're essentially probably going to see here is a lot of Nintendo Direct-type stuff. Which was what the industry was turning to anyway. Which I think is good. Um, In addition to that, there's also... uh, They're looking like they're going to... uh, Microsoft is going to be doing some sort of... Um, Playable Game Festival. Uh, This is interesting. I'm trying to... When they say festival,
0: they'll give people a bunch of codes for like a weekend or something to play. Yeah, uh,
1: so this was kind of done before. I want to say this was done during... Was it during GDC? GDC didn't happen. Uh, Which one did happen? The one... PAX East happened. Oh, PAX East. It was during PAX East, I believe. Uh, they did a, a weekend where basically uh, there were playable demos for like 12 indie games that were put up and people got to play them and check them out and talk about them. So I think that's what we're going to see here is we're going to see, yeah, exactly. We're going to get some time to demos so news can get out there in a way that is similar to what would happen if we were having, you know, an E3 or a some sort of game convention, um, in real life,
0: I think it's a good idea. Yeah, why not? It's, I mean, just, it's, it's honestly, it's, it'll just be like, you know, announcements of, I guess, digital streams. Yeah. Obviously on Twitch and whatever else. And
1: hopefully people will get to see some cool stuff. Um, I mean, they're still making games. Yeah. So I, yeah, they're still making games. You need some way to get that info out there. And I think people will enjoy this. It'll give people some little things to look forward to over the summer. This is running from May to, I think it says August. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> um, so, yeah, we'll have more info on that shortly. Um, sure, I, and then I was going to bring up something else, and now it, it just escaped me that something I was going to uh, bring up. Oh, thanks so much, everyone who uh, got it on the uh, the uh, Nintendo Guidebook uh, Twitter giveaway. Got like 2,500 retweets. I don't think I've ever tweeted something that even got that many retweets, except maybe the few times I was in like in a Twitter story for saying something goofy. Uh, about something like 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 when they canceled the NES Classic, like I got put in the Twitter story in a couple of times. But um, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll pick the winners later today, tomorrow, and then if you got you know maybe you win a, a signed book, and I'll do a Super Nintendo giveaway maybe next month. I'll do that beep-a-bub. there. Beep-a-bub. I'll do a Bubba. Hey, I'm trying to give some something back. Beebly deebly. You, you can put it on eBay and sell if you want. i don't know. do what you want there. Uh, <clears throat> anyway, so um, besides that, should, so it, it, I have about four days left. Three and a half days left of being in my 30s here. And um, I guess I'll talk about more next week, but I don't feel too weirded out yet. Maybe it'll hit me on Saturday, on the 9th, where I'll be like, hey, I'm officially, you know, is that middle age when you're 40? You know, officially? What's what's middle age nowadays? Used to be 40 was ancient? Back when you used to live to like 57 years old? Like like 40 years ago? You think I should be feeling all right? I I don't think there's any reason for you to not feel all right. I mean, I, I think I'm in pretty good health. I got my heavy bag um, installed a week and a half ago. I've been using it almost every day until my body said you can't use it more than six, seven days in a row enough. Your body's going to break down. So I'm like, okay. But then again, I probably couldn't do that when I was 30. So I, th- I think I'm doing all right. I think I'm doing cool. I'm, I'm encouraged by that. Good. And plus, I got my mom's skin, so I'm all right for a while. Wow. <laughs> You've met my mom, right? I have. I have her cheeks.
1: I have met your mom and your dad. Mama and a Papa. They seemed nice to me. I mean, they probably what, weren't going out of their way to be mean to me. <clears throat> what
0: are you trying to say about my parents? You asked me if I met them, and I said they seemed what? nice to me. <laughs> why did they going out of the way to be mean to me? Why would they go out of the way to be mean
1: to you? I, it, it's a joke, Pat. I don't know. I don't know what you want what? me to say when you ask me if you've met my parents. What do you want me to say to that? Yes, they seem nice. I didn't ask they you did parents. I just said
0: I, said, I said I have my oh.
1: mom's cheeks. You said you've met my mom. And I said yes. Did I say that? Yes, you said it right. Be- Jesus Christ, Pat, pay attention to what you say. You said you've met my mom before, and I said yes, I think
0: so. I got to rewind the tape. Is there a rewind function on on this here? I can rewind it. That'd be funny if there was. If we can rewatch what we just said, they got to add that to OBS. That'd be fantastic to put that in. But then it would create a podcast power. They got to add that to news conferences. <laughs> oh, really? What so you, they've got to add that. What, to what news he's trying time. to imply about about our news conferences? Something weird, weird things being said. <laughs> yes, and bringing up Donna Reed uh, trending today, which I thought was strange. Oh, what really? Donna Reed was trending. I guess someone probably said it in a press conference. Oh, speaking of news, that's weird. Uh, I, I do it's, it's
1: some news that's uh, you know weird but bad. I uh, saw this this morning. Five year old boy was pulled over in Utah oh. on his way to California to try to buy a Lamborghini. Oh, really? Yes. We're, d- we're
0: doing a human interest story? What happened? I'm just going <laughs> to read this. Let's see. Five-year-old pulled over. Uh,
1: who was this? This is a CNN.com article. Uh, I'm just going to read this little, this little uh, blurb. A five-year-old boy with $3 in his pocket was pulled over by Utah police while driving his parents' car to California to buy a Lamborghini. But then it gets crazier. The boy left in the SUV after arguing with his mother, who said she would not buy the luxury car for him. Utah Highway Patrol said on Twitter. What? So this five-year-old had a real deal argument with his mom about wanting a car. <laughs> so then he left to go to California. Uh, he made it from 17th and Lincoln in Ogden down to the 25th Street off-ramp SBI-15. Um, that doesn't sound too far. but was going,
0: going 32 and a 70, it says. <laughs> so he got to the highway, it seems like. He knew how to get that far. Holy shit! How did how did he how do he how did he see over the the, the the steering wheel? I don't know. He was
1: calm. sitting on the front edge of the seat so that he could reach the brake pedal to keep the car stopped while I was standing
0: there. The cop said, "Oh my god, right. that, well, that's a fun one." Get the kid a Matchbox set, you know, or hot. They, must, they still have Matchbox and Hot Wheels, right? Get him one of those. How
2: do
0: you? Why does he think they're in California and nowhere else? He must have like seen like a YouTube video. I'm guessing there's a Lamborghini somewhere in Utah or a dealership. I guess not as much as California.
1: Once he was pulled over, the child told the trooper he had intended to drive to California to purchase a Lamborghini for himself. He had $3. The starting price for a new Lamborghini is around $200,000. dollars right. I'm
0: not right. I'm not trying to be too critical of the kid. But even when I was five, I knew that cars cost a lot of money. Three dollars. I'm trying to think. Like, it's not enough for a Lambo. When I was five, I knew like you know, comic book was like fifty cents or seventy-five cents. I knew what general values were. Yeah. I bought things for myself like candy. Come on, kid. What's going on here? Is that a breakdown in, in the in the Utah public school system? There, <laughs> not, not knowing what a car costs. Or maybe he thought you know he'd rent one or steal it. I don't know. That's a fun story. That's a fun human interest story there. Alright, anything else to add to this strange intro? No. I'm really curious now if I I honestly ask if you you met my mom, because I I know you met my mom.
1: Yeah, you said you've met my mom, and I said yeah.
0: Oh, I said you've met my mom. I wasn't asking if you did. Okay,
1: you said you've met my
0: mom. It was a statement. You've met my mom, if I said that. Fine. You still said you've
1: met my mom. Whether or not there was a question mark or a period on the end of it, you still Uh,
0: said it. It was rhetorical. It wasn't an actual question. Meaning that you've seen our cheeks to compare them. That's probably what I meant. I don't. I have not spent a lot right, of time. Snipp- you're looking at all your right, cheeks. All right, Snippy Ferguson. Not spent a lot this of time. Let's look let- at your your face. Your what? What, what? My cr- What did you just your say? Foch. I thought you said my crotch. Your foch. What is foch? Is that an old timey word? What does foch mean? Is that a face. word? Foch verb fetch. It's not. It doesn't mean face. It's fine. Okay. All right, Ian. Nintendo's had a really weird couple of weeks and um, they've had a massive data
1: leak. Huge data leak. Uh, So um, Nintendo was... What's the word I'm looking for? Infiltrated? That doesn't seem right. Uh, Nintendo was breached in 2018, uh, I believe it was. And they're still trying to um, kind of get... An idea of just how big this data leak was, um, and it's become more. Uh, it's it's been more in the news lately because there was a lot of Pokemon stuff that has been um, leaked. Old Pokemon builds with uh, Pokemon that weren't in the final version or different. Oh, versions. that's right. That happened a while ago, right? Uh, well, I think more has happened than just the 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 Space World. I think it was the Gold and Silver. Sure.
0: Uh, builds that were leaked and then it's had the what is it they had that the, the, the people weren't able to log in with their my nintendo stuff or whatever it was that just happened to so um
1: the uh, there's a huge huge chunk of material uh leaked um some of the oldest material goes back to the 1990s uh the leak uh, supposedly contains um code written uh for the uh n64 the wii Uh, the GameCube GameCube source code source code wow Um, so that's a lot N64 demos yep Um, people love this kind of info and uh, I think there was something like 2 terabytes of data uh, lost that's the report but it hasn't all been put online yet right right right. No, there's not 2 terabytes of data up online yet but there's 2 terabytes of data that people are
0: combing through so this is like almost 20 years of data
1: yeah, um, it's important to realize that two terabytes sounds like a lot now, but especially in the context of Back older then. software, older games, things like that. Sure. We're talking files that are you know fractions, I mean s- slivers of the size of what a, a file is now. Sure. So this is holding a great, great deal of information.
0: Sure. Um, we when we talk about like the amount of like there's like developer, uh, you know notes and things like that. That's a ton of notes and documents and 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 probably text files even and things like that about, you know, here's how we made the N64, step by step here's how we made the GameCube and this is not something you usually hear about something like this happening, this much of a scale so the source of the material is unknown, but it is
1: suspected like I said at the beginning, that it originates from a 2018 intrusion at Nintendo Uh, Zamis Clark of Bracknell, England pled guilty to computer hacking uh, for that uh, was sentenced to 15 months in prison in April 2019 in a London court. Um, he also hit Microsoft in 2017, stole a bunch of files from them and uploaded viruses and malware. So <clears throat> yeah, this is just, it, it. it's massive. And I can't think of any sort of data breach, um, uh, in, in, in this regards, at least, I mean, not talking like personal information, like a credit card data breach, but um, this is one of the biggest data breaches I've heard of um, that that's like this. You know, in terms of a company losing, you know, all of its its guarded information. Well, you talk about source so
0: console source code. I mean, that's a whole new ball game. Not yeah. not just for being able to rewrite emulators. You're talking about potentially creating your own hardware. Based upon the if you have the actual source code, and you basically have all the design documents, that, this is how we made the N sixty four. You could you can potentially make your own N sixty four, right? Like that's that's nuts, and that's what uh, uh, Alex Donaldson said on on here on Twitter. Said some of the implications of this leak are wild. Like Chinese companies could churn out crazy Wii GameCube N sixty four clone hardware from the source code the same way many do for SNES now. Games could actually have native games could. Okay, this is miswritten. Miswritten. Games broken. could have actually native fan-made ports to other platforms. That that's that's what happens when you get the source code. Yeah. It basically unlocks everything you can do. So, so, is that's what so we didn't bring this up.
1: I'm surprised we didn't. But there is all this uh talk going around about a PC port of Mario 64. Is that stemming from this?
0: Oh, I heard about that. I you think it's you think it's related? I'm going to look right now. That's actually not a bad point. Uh, so this was originally this, this these leaks came on 4chan uh, in mid April, and then um, it was you know verified, and then people were talking about it on Reset Era forums. Um, just one, just a third of one percent is reportedly been released. A th- a third of one percent. So that's like pat math. One percent would be what is that? Um... What is 1% of that? Is it 2 gigs of 2 terabytes? That's like 1% uh, there. That's that's nothing. And then one-third of that. So that's like a, th- a third of 2 gigs is like 600 megs, if I had that right. It's less than a gig that's been released. It's nothing. It's minuscule. Yeah. There is a
1: Super Mario 64 uh, port for the PC that was released uh, by a fan. Um, it's being heavily guarded as to where it is. Doesn't say whether or not it was done using that source code, but I would be willing to bet that that's probably part of they it. They could do it that quickly. Uh, I mean, who knows how long it's been out there? If this is coming oh, wait, from a 2018, all you're saying they, it was they secretly had the source code. And if well, they're, if, I mean, if them. they're guarding where it is, who knows when they actually got their hands on it?
0: So. Yeah, this means. I mean, I mean, plus if if you have all the code of the actual, maybe there's codes of the games in there. You know, like then you can just make your own Zelda Ocarina sort of game yourself. You know, and just basically, you know, like you plug and play it. So this is uh, this is nuts. This is nuts. Um, man, I, I, if Nintendo finds out, we talked about the Nintendo Ninjas before in jest about about um, coming after you. Yeah. Holy shit, your life is over if they find out who you are here. Do you, I mean, do you think now? I mean, we talked about before about some of the some of these companies were potentially coming out with. Uh, before N64, like Hyperkin was trying to get an N64 console working before, but that would have to be emulation based. But now, like, like this proposes, you can yep. see like a clone say, hardware. We could, see,
1: we could see clone hardware soon enough.
0: I mean, Nintendo could go after them if the patents are still existing. Obviously, and, and obviously, they're using the code. The code would be the code itself would be copyrighted outside of the patents. But um, I don't think you know these those Chinese companies. They're going to do what they want. Probably not give a shit about what Nintendo says. <laughs> sure. Sells. Obviously, it'd be harder to sell in the U.S., but um, yeah, this is a—it's interesting how this happens. And um, the one—did you see the one uh, little demo that they had, the little N64-like proof of concept uh, demo? No, I didn't. Okay, it's on the Screen Rant article, I believe. If you scroll down, it was called uh, Mirror House Cornflix There, and it's a cute little demo. It's five minutes long, and it's literally a little 3D demo of this little blue-haired character. Uh, Running around, just a little. Like I said, it's just a proof of concept. It's in 3D. There's little. There's little, like I guess, cornflake-colored uh, fences, and you're walking around with the character on an overhead screen. And it looks like you, you can manipulate the um, the the camera, and that's all it is. It's just to basically say, this is our new system. Yeah. We, this is what we have. It's 3D. Um, here, it it doesn't look like it lasts that long. It's a few minutes long, uh, but that's already on YouTube. All right. Crazy. And that was posted. Um, on May 2nd. So, this stuff is getting out there, obviously. Uh, it's basically um, the manual reads A House of Mirrors is an amusement park attraction in which the walls of a maze are covered with mirrors. You okay? You have power to that? No. <clears throat> uh, I guess not. Or maybe I did. I don't know why it shut down. Yeah, well, I it was all the way. Ah, well, there we go. Anyway, so, so there you have it there. Um, this could be a slow drip, maybe, over yeah. the coming months. That would be interesting if oh, that yeah. happens. You know? So, you power back up? I'll get there. Okay. So, uh, yeah. I, I don't know how... I, obviously, it'll be... I'm not sure how legal it would be to post some of this stuff. Depends on kind of if Nintendo would be okay. Like, say there's like a, an Ocarina of Time demo in there or early build or something. I'm going to guess that none of it's legal to post.
2: <laughs> well, you
0: can... I guess you can put... Uh, well, oh, this, well, this is still up. This demo is still up on YouTube. Nintendo has to know about this sure three years three days later i mean maybe they don't necessarily care about that being
1: out but i'm just saying the legality of having him post oh all the source
0: code oh yeah. no you can't yeah. post that are you're in trouble uh there but uh, i guess i guess we're 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 gonna bring in, be bringing this up a, a lot more probably in the next few months
1: yeah i have a feeling a lot of the things that we've talked about you know have come from that 2018 breach and a lot more but now we actually know that's where it.
0: that where it's come from well we think that's where it comes like, the, from. like the Poke- almost certainly the pokemon builds mm-hmm. and things like that i, I guess it makes sense if it, I'm just surprised that I guess you take for granted um, c- cybersecurity. I'm just shocked that all that information would be in one place, even going 20 years back. Yeah, it is kind of crazy that you know why would why would you need, pick up a
1: huge chunk? Why would you like need N-
0: N64 and GameCube and Wii stuff being available, like readily accessible when? You're two generations away from that. I just don't understand that. Yeah, at this point in time, I just make it. And let alone GameCube and N sixty four. That's like ancient history, at this point. All right. Oh, and supposedly, uh, I, th- I think I saw something else. There was supposedly, um, I think there was a there was an emulator for one of the systems that was on there too. Like a brand, like a Nintendo Zone emulator was on there.
1: Oh, yeah, I think I'd heard about that as well. I, I, they I haven't. I thought
0: I saw a DS emulator
1: uh, recently. Maybe that's what that it, what was, it was. It was Nintendo's own DS emulator.
0: So, anyway. you might see some emulators uh, out there in the future, but they might not be legal. Most, usually, emulators are legal when you write it from scratch, but if you're stealing Nintendo's own ones, it probably won't be legal to distribute that. Right, because it's theirs. Who knows? Uh, they, they, they would probably... But it'll get out there. I'm, I'd be funny if, the, if Nintendo's DS emulator wouldn't wouldn't be as good as the ones that already exist, but you'd think it'd be better. You would think. <laughs> you would yeah. Think I mean, be, I, I don't know. But like, if Nintendo had their own N64 emulator that was, like, perfect, that would be huge for, obviously, the, the emulation community. Then it would help, you know, if someone like Hyperkin made their own emulation console, but they, Nintendo would come after them. Yeah. Obviously, if they did that. So. All right. Uh, Ian, mm. we've brought this up in the past uh, in various ways about the whole Billy Mitchell uh, saga with Twin Galaxies with the, him being uh, allegedly uh, cheating um at Pac-Man, Donkey Kong scores, and then Twin Galaxies doing their, by their words, their like third, like impartial uh, viewing of of the past records, and then striking them from their records, yeah. and then giving him a a, a lifetime ban. I think was, this thing that's happened a year and a half, two years ago, here. And then we we, we also reported on, I guess, him threatening uh, to sue Twin Galaxies, and he had the whole weird like hundred page document <laughs> with
1: the him fucking a picture of him on the cover surrounded by women. It was not a fucking tool
0: anyways <clears throat> but anyway so court filings op- obtained by Ars Technica show that Mitchell had already filed suit against Twin Galaxies in a Los Angeles County court as early as April 2019 Twin Galaxies must be based around there that's where it is uh Mitchell's defamation lawsuit misfiled as William James Mitchell versus Twin Galaxies it's mis it's misspelled galaxies it's G-A-L-E-X in there uh And and not not reported in previous (laughs) press accounts, it's been slowly uh, building to a planned July anti-slap hearing where Twin Galaxies will make use of a statute that lets defendants quickly strike down lawsuits that threaten public participation. Twin Galaxies says in court filings that its statements regarding Mitchell's scores were not defamatory and that finding in Mitchell's favor would have chilling effects on the freedom of speech. Okay, so what is an anti-slap? So, A majority of states by this point have what's called an anti-slap statute or law. So what that is, I'm trying to see how many states there are, but it's a lot of them, California included. So basically what that means is if someone sues you for slander or or libel, uh, traditionally you'd have to get a lawyer, it'd be super expensive, you have to go through it. So what these states, especially since a lot of them are just trying to, you know, uh, big companies trying trying to silence smaller people or scare them away from, you know from or sil- basically silence your critics um so an anti-slap was put in place as as a law where basically it's an expedient expedient way to go in from a ju- in front of a judge it doesn't cost that much even if you get a lawyer it wouldn't cost a huge amount and basically the lawyer excuse me the judge can basically throw things out in their face before it even gets building sure so it's a way it's a way to prevent um again you know big predatory actions from people that just want to silence you from actual criticism or freedom of speech, you know. So this is what they're going to do um, here against Billy Mitchell. That's what they're trying, Twin Galaxies, to get it thrown out of court. So, so we'll see what happens uh, at that point uh, in time. I, I think it's, I think it's ridiculous and it's very childish of Billy
1: Mitchell. Um, you have to follow a certain set of rules to have a score. If you don't follow that certain set of rules to have a score, then your score is no longer valid. You didn't follow that certain set of rules, so your score is no longer valid. It's very easy.
0: No one has to put your score back in. So this is what this is <clears throat> this is the angle uh, Billy Mitchell's going for. He's arguing that Twin Galaxies published statements regarding his scores that publish, basically by publishing that we're getting rid of your scores that they were libelous on their face because of the implication that Mitchell did not achieve his record scores legitimately. So it's it's an implication. He, he's he's arguing that you're basically saying that since. The, the scores weren't legitimate, you're calling me a cheater. That's 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 basically the angle he's going for here, if I'm reading this right. Um, so that's going to be his argument in court. Mitchell argues that Twin Galaxies at least implied that he was a cheater, so that any reasonable reader would understand Twin Galaxies had called Mitchell a cheater, who deserved punishment by stripping him of, of all his Twin Galaxies records and banning him for life from submitting further records. So, this is going to be a mess because then even if this gets past the anti-slap part actually goes to trial what what was going what would happen is that they would have to put Billy on the stand and have to do depositions. This is what happens when you go after someone for slander or libel. You're the one the 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 they you're you're basically the person accusing is the one basically being put on trial at that point. Right. Because you have to prove that the defendant willfully um, said something they knew was false. So that means they're going to dredge up everything about you. They're going to look into whether or not you achieved these scores uh, legitimately. Yeah. Because if, if you didn't, then it's the, then the case is thrown out automatically. Right. So that means they're going to have to get experts on the stand. Uh, Billy's going to have to be deposed uh, potentially about this. This is going to be a weird case where you're going to have to have like Someone explaining, well, this is why it's remember the whole thing about the main thing. This is why the main screen right. was here. That would have to be brought up in this lawsuit. Mm-hmm. All these fucking little minutia points. A jury would have to potentially hear all these arguments and come to the reasonable conclusion that Twin Galaxies thought that their own conclusions weren't true in acting, and they were acting maliciously on top of, of lying. They had to have known that they were lying. So, like, it's it's really hard to prove these slander and libel cases and they could last a while and cost a lot of money which is why again this anti-slap things exist in I think a majority of states because it's just like the judge might look at this and be like what is like, what is this? Yeah, Just go home Just leave. Just, just, just go home. Stop being ridiculous So that's what I think is going to happen but again I'm not an expert on, on uh, slander libel cases here Mitchell takes particular issue with Twin Galaxies alleged refusal to consider 25 sworn affidavits from White from eyewitnesses supporting his claims in favor of an exclusive focus on in quotes scientific evidence um Twin Galaxies founder Walter Day is quoted saying that he finds it unexplainable that my testimony as the founder and former owner is disregarded while others specifically the ones against Billy are embraced while well, they're looking at the footage they're looking at you know they were analyzing it was it arcade was it Mame? that's going to be a lot of this I, I believe when it comes down to it you know it's tough it's, it's tough again this goes back to like a lot of these records are uh, some of these are decades old right going back to the 80s and it's like who the hell was inputting them at the time and what was the evidence are those VHS tapes still around you know this is I'm so glad I'm not in this community I'm so glad I'm not like in the arcade uh, you know record setting community high score community <laughs> it's a weird mess man I just I just don't I, to me to me it's just like holding on to that uh, hold on to that uh, hold on to it a little longer. And I just don't see the point. in the you know, 40, 35 years later. it's I don't... I mean, it must be a small community that cares about this shit still. It yeah. has to be at this point. There. Anyway, so, yeah. We'll see what happens. Twin Galaxies motion highlights that the 3,770 post-dispute thread surrounding Mitchell's Donkey Kong scores. It was viewed 2.4 million times as of March 14th. The thread includes entries from 107 unique contributors and 211 public votes on the desired outcome of the case. Mitchell lost that vote in that thread, 198 to 13. So again, this is all stuff that would come out in a trial. Be like, hey, yeah. listen, we have we have these experts, we have these people that decide these things, and we went by their, you know. So this is an up this is an uphill battle, I believe, for Billy Mitchell and his lawyer. That's that's what I firmly uh, believe. In this yeah, case. I don't see how this is going to
1: end well for them
0: but sure there it is um and obviously it, it includes i believe defamation there again it, it's hard to, to it, you're not defamed if it's true right exactly so just,
1: it's, if, if, just so because it's just because it
0: right it makes you look bad or you don't like it doesn't mean it's defamation so so all if they claim that well this was our findings if we didn't directly call you a cheater we didn't defame you if everyone else was thinking that based upon our what we consider truthful findings that that's just the way it works that's like saying you're defamed for you know uh, being called a thief if you were convicted of a crime and went to jail for it. it's like you're not being defamed. No, it's we're just, uh, a thief. yeah it's, it's just an unfortunate truth <laughs> a, it's a characterization based upon uh what they what they think were the facts so okay anyway so all right well that's that's i guess we'll we'll, we'll see what happens later in the summer when this uh goes in front of a goes in front of a judge Ian, did you know? Did you know? Two out of three guys will experience some form of male pattern baldness by the time they're 35. Did you know that? I did. You did know that? Well, the good news, if you didn't know, with today's advancements in science, Keeps offers proven treatments that can combat the symptoms of hair loss and help you keep the hair you have at half the cost of your local pharmacy. You don't have to go broke to avoid going bald. Keeps offers generic versions of of the only two FDA-approved hair loss products out there. Some of you may have tried them before, but probably never for this price. Prevention is key. Keeps treatments really work. They're up to 90% effective at reducing and stopping further hair loss. The sooner you start using Keeps, the more hair you'll save. So act quickly. Thanks to Keeps, you no longer have to go to the doctor's office for your hair loss prescription. Now you can visit a doctor online and get your hair loss medication delivered to your home. No more waiting rooms and... No more pharmacy checkout lines and people looking at you like, "Why are you here?" Now it's all, it's all, it's all secret. Get doctor attention and discreet drug delivery, all for the comfort, from the comfort and privacy of your own home. All right, here's a special offer to our listeners out there. If you're ready to take action and prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com dot slash see podcast. To receive your first month of treatment for free to try it out. That's K E E P S dot com slash C U Podcast. All right, uh, Ian, Patrick. We had another uh this happens this happens every month just about we have to start covering these more. The Heritage Auction Video Game Results happened for, I believe it was the past weekend. So that was May first through third. These go for two or three days. And they auction off comic books as well and other things. But we have a bunch of sealed uh, video games that came up again. Specifically Atari. Mostly Atari. A trunk ch- was Atari. There were other ones as well. And I think it's interesting because um, we can see a new vantage point. Because in the past, a lot of Super Nintendo, mostly NES stuff. Now they're going pre-NES and getting that stuff out there. So I think it's, it's a nice conversa- conversation to have because some of these prices, I would uh, just say, in Pat's personal opinion, are insane, some of these prices. But we can go uh, through these, click on your view past sales items, and we can go through some of these here. I'm going to go by most recent sales. So on the surface, you have a lot of uh, sealed Atari 2600 games, um you know, you have your standard ones. Like you have actually not, some of these aren't even sealed and are selling for a decent amount. And that's, what's more bizarre. Everything is just being put up there and seeing what shit sort of sticks against the wall. You have a defender, not sealed NS, not sealed, uh, went for $216, um, graded 8.0. You have stuff like a 6.5 ET for $252. Again, these are not sealed. Uh, some of these, um, Good old Double Dragon. That seal went for $720, uh, PAL version, and and so forth. So I'll just start with these not being sealed. I, I cannot imagine a scenario where if you were an informed video game collector, you would spend hundreds of dollars for unsealed Atari 2600 games that are common. And, and while I understand there is a collector's market for complete-in-box Atari games... It's not a, it's not a huge market to begin with, and the fact that they are, there are a ton of these out there still, I just think is alarming to see that. Um, I I probably have a box of Atari uh, games in the box that I don't even know what they are because like it's like who cares? Sure. It's almost like they like in television Atari toys hundred you have them they're sitting somewhere they could be pristine. So when I see this stuff I'm just alarmed by it. Um, to, to see this happen, unless you, of course, you really are that person, Ian, that wants a graded, uh, six point five et game for the notoriety that hey, it's considered one of the worst games of all time. There, uh, then you have, uh, let's see, you have a, a sealed, uh, GI Joe Cobra Strike that went for a thousand dollars here. Um, you have a Joust sealed one for five seventy six, Akari Warriors, uh, which was a later release, eighty nine and that one we bring up because that was one they thought was rare until they found a fucking pallet of them. Which one? Or, uh, the Quarry Warriors. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, later release. That went for three sixty, dollars uh, Sealed. But those aren't the ones that are totally
1: striking. So the ones me. that I've noticed, the, what I noticed here looking through these, a lot of these are going for, I guess, about the price I would have expected <clears throat> Um A lot of attire stuff to go. Once you put it in the case, people start charging more money. I'm not saying I think it's a a, a normal price, but seeing... You you see, like, a a few hundred dollars isn't totally nuts to you? I mean, it's nuts, but I don't think it's nuts in regards to this. Gotcha. uh, Seeing this go on for a few months has changed, to a degree, my idea of what's insane. This is actually what I would have expected a lot of this to go for right now. Based on the prior stuff. What I am seeing, and it's very obvious, and this is something I've always talked about... Um, E.T. is not one of them. However, G.I. Joe is one at the 1050 Um, And then we have... Hold on. We have... There's a couple other ones. I saw the Star Wars. Uh-huh. The Smurfs. Star Wars Jedi Arena. Yeah, the Star Wars, the Smurfs. And was there a Spider-Man that went for a lot, too? Yes, that went for the most amount of money. So... What I'm looking at is a lot of these ones that went for a ton. Not all, not, uh, are are properties that people collect stuff for anyways. Star Wars is popular outside of Atari. G.I. Joe has its own collector base. Spider-Man stuff obviously has its own collector base. A lot of this stuff that went for over a thousand is, is stuff that I could see... People who are interested in in memorabilia in general for something would go after. So sure. you know, so it makes sense to me that these would. I'm not saying that this is necessarily the price they they you know. I, okay. I don't necessarily think that they're worth that. But I think looking at it, we can make that that um, deduction that a lot of it is because these are things that are popular in general.
0: Okay, that's fair enough. These are the insane ones. There are a couple though. Rampage. No, no. These, these, okay, ready for the insane ones? Yeah. Adventure two thousand four hundred dollars. Yeah. a seven point oh NS. I, does NS mean not sealed? Is that what that fucking means? Is that really twenty one hundred for? A, for a, I have at least one of those in the box in my garage. Is it because it's a certain one?
1: Ah. And what 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 adventure did? Wait, wait, I'm not seeing that adventure on here. Is it? It's on page, page two.
0: Okay. Page two and jump down two thousand four hundred one dollars. By the way, these all include the buyer's premium, the twenty percent. So if you okay, so even twenty percent less than uh, that would be two thousand. I just you have to include that in a purchase. It's
1: what someone is paying for an item. That's what it goes for. But well, Before you decided not to. Anyway. No, I no, I I've always been like you I, I, when I when you talked about it with the uh, the um, the uh, Nintendo PlayStation. I said that and I was like, no, I've never it's like oh so you change your mind yeah okay. it's like it's like shipping on eBay because I've always had that too you have to include it in the price if that's what someone pays for an item yeah, that's, but, what, that's what the price is
0: yeah but it's not but that's not how it's even auctioned off though it's like <laughs> it, it, they don't even mention that that's how you didn't it's even know, what you didn't... they paid for it okay well don't claim no, that you I, didn't say that last time I'm just you saying it's it's your what mind. they paid for it I, 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 I was wrong last time I've, I've, I've been fairly universal about that okay I, then I disagree with you be, be, because I think it's something that that if it was a it obviously would not be included in a cash offer to the same person. It's a fight in the future. It will. It's a finder's fee. Yeah. It's still what it costs. I think. I think it's dirty to include that. I don't.
1: It's the amount that was paid. paid. That that was okay. what it was worth to the person who wants worth, to own it's it. It's
0: not worth arguing about now.
1: No, I'm just saying it's what it's what it's it's, it's what the person felt so, it was
0: worth. So back to back to the issue here: twenty four hundred dollars for adventure is nuts. Uh, that's insane. Um, not a rare game. Obviously, you had Ready Player One sort of bring it back into people's. I, I, I guess the public eye. Yeah, for, there was that's a minute a, where it went for like fifteen bucks. A, that's a, a that's cartridge. a that's a dirt common, obviously, Atari game. Um, Donkey Kong, uh, fourteen hundred dollars. Um, that again, not sealed. NS means not sealed. Not sealed adventure for twenty hundred dollars is nuts. That's nuts. These are these are people that don't
1: know what they're buying. I'm not seeing them on page two. I'm not seeing any attire stuff on page two. Frogger, Ian,
0: sealed $5,000. It's on page two. They're right here. They're like halfway down after the PlayStation stuff. I'm not even seeing PlayStation stuff on page two. Okay. Uh, Frogger, $5,000. Mario Brothers sealed $9,000. Um, this can't be right. This has to be... Is this, is this Pac-Man... Is this Pac-Man does NS mean new stock is that what it means like new old stock it can't possibly mean not sealed but if it's sealed it'll say
1: sealed on it though that's the thing can you click on it and get further info let's see
0: NS what does NS mean here um oh oh it means never sealed I see there you go. It means it was just it was just a package without an actual seal. Gotcha. So the, so they're, they're never sealed versions. Gotcha. So it means potentially they are never open. They don't have a plastic seal on them, but the condition might be bad. Gotcha. So anyway, so this went for twenty six hundred dollars. Pac Man is probably uh, one of the most common games. And I've—I don't want to say in the past I've seen a bunch of one place in the box. I've definitely gone to many conventions, seen in the box, maybe not not open, but I've definitely seen a bunch of them in decent shape. There is a ton of those out there, so that's what I mean. It's, it's just weird. And again, the Spider-Man is probably the one that was the most shocking. To me, it went for almost ten grand uh, there. Um, I wish I could find it. Okay, I'm just saying it's not my fault.
1: <laughs> no, I'm just trying. You, how many how many results per page do you have showing? Literally, I go to page two and it's all NES games. I, I sort
0: by most recent sales, and I scrolled down, and I went to page two. I, I have, like, uh, I think the, uh, the maximum per, like, it's over 200 or whatever. Oh, that's why. So okay. so anyway, so so I think what's happened here, as other people know, what we've talked about, we have um, different collectors that come into these. And I think at this point, well, uh, oh, Space Invaders, uh, $3,000. $3, I think they're gambling. Now that the NES market is totally t- to them, it's established. Even though we're talking about only a, a over a year of this of this stuff happening, they're looking at okay, what would be cheaper than NES that I can get into sure. and maybe strike it big. And I think they're just they're just gambling. They're gambling that there's going to be uh, a payoff to spending this amount of money in the future. Here's the thing, though: once you go pre NES, uh, you're really getting limited in terms of like. The collectors out there that are looking at this stuff and this is obviously common sense to anyone that collects retro video games once you go pre NES, the, the amount of people really dwindles significantly so I think what you have here is people thinking that, okay well, um, I guess Pitfall is a, a popular game or, or I guess, uh, you know, they're looking for those iconic games, what they
1: think is iconic. iconic well, I mean, to be true or to be fair, Pitfall is pretty iconic, so is Pac-Man, I don't know, <sighs> They're trying to find the iconic stuff that would be iconic like superheroes, like Spider-Man and Superman and stuff like that. The problem is, is there's not the rarity associated with some of these that there is with early comic books.
0: Plus, they're they're not regarded, like, extremely well. So, so, I mean, like, they're not like, when you look at the path in video games, it's not like you can write the history of video games without Spider-Man on the Atari 2600. Like that—that's the thing. It's like, yeah, it's a cool game. Right, that's another one that, like I
1: said, that I feel like probably saw a bump because it's Spider Man. It could be people sure. from other, other hobbies wanting part
0: of well, that. Well, I think that's part of it. The fact that these are a lot of people are combo collectors saying, yes. "Oh, it's Spider Man, it's the first Spider Man game I can buy. It, it must be worth money." That's not how this works, though. No, same it's reason as Star
1: Wars, but it, it went for twenty four hundred. But yes, it's 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 not. It, well, it, sh- it shouldn't be.
0: So okay, so NS means I, okay NS I guess means never sealed, but it's unopened. I think that's what this means on it. It means it's a cardboard game without a plastic seal, but I guess it means it's. Cl- I'm guessing that's what it means. Otherwise, there's, none of this makes sense. Uh, there's no, there's no way you can spend more, more than a thousand dollars on an open, uh, you know, adventure. That that wouldn't make any sense at all uh, to do that here. Uh, but now you're going to get an interesting sort of another. I guess, I guess that brings up a, a larger question. There's even less of a difference between an Atari 2600 game that was never opened versus one open versus a sealed NES game that was sealed versus unsealed. Because now you're literally talking about literally popping a little thing open. Right. And opening the... You know what I mean? Like, you can't make the argument that it's a really a different state. You're literally talking about, wow, I just popped open the little tab on the on the front to open the box. So to me, that, that becomes even weirder of a, of a way to distinguish that versus you can say oh sealed it's factory sealed there's cellophane around it this doesn't have the cellophane it's just it's just there it's just there now i'm gonna check them and see if my adventure has been opened it probably has been but i know i have an adventure somewhere i literally have boxes of of like in television and 20s 100 games where i don't think i even have them cataloged because it's like i don't care about them mm-hmm. that are just sitting there i just gotta find i gotta find them in the garage where they're at and, and just sit now i'm just curious you know I, I wouldn't be shocked if i had one not opened just because the, again at the video game crash they couldn't give them away they literally couldn't give these fucking games away there so that's was that's the other thing i'm going to caution about is that if if if, if we said before about steam events oh there's probably someone who has a uh, sealed steam events there are people that have these atari 2600 games not opened sure there are a lot of these around especially for these uh dirt common ones like uh, adventure and Pac-Man. There are ones out there. Oh, wait a second here. I think I
1: know what NS is now. Let me check this uh,
0: quickly. I thought it was never sealed, meaning that it's it's not open, but it never... Did you see
1: that somewhere?
0: That was my educated guess. That was guess. your educated guess. Okay. Uh, I,
1: I, that's a fine educated guess, but I think... Yeah, so it means... No, it's not sold. That's why it says make offer to owner underneath it it's on the label though it says ns um, oh even on the label it does because i was just looking up like the auction stuff oh yeah it does right there NS on yeah. there huh no these are all sold all okay. i was trying to look up heritage auctions and it never sold was the only thing that came up and
0: then i noticed that it said make offer to i think it means underneath. never i think it means never sealed okay it means it's o- like it was an open game yeah. but Fair on enough. open but never sealed to distinguish between people that I don't know yeah yeah these are all sold just for the most part there's only a few that, that aren't sold here that said make offer to buyer. And you can make an o- offer to the owner after... It's weird. There's a system on Heritage Auctions where after it sells an auction, someone else can immediately offer, I guess, more money to the person that bought it. I guess that's a thing that they've built in now. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be happy. Uh, well, I guess if I, if I technically paid for it, I could do that, but I just think it's weird to do that. So if I click make offer to owner, I could literally submit an offer I guess to the person that wanted to take more money that's almost like a that's a weird gambling thing almost to me there so that's all I'm going to say is that again this is a separate audience I think they're looking to gamble here and try to get some some titles they think are worth money but you know there's a lot of old collectors out there especially Atari collectors that have probably some probably have multiples of, of these laying around like multiple people have multiples of some of these titles unopened they have to they didn't sell... They, I mean, they produced way more than they, they could sell of some of these back then. You know, so... Are <laughs> we done arguing for this segment? Anything else? Sure, if you want. We didn't argue. No?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: All right. Um, what we got next here? Oh, we got a Patreon, Ian. How do you access the CU Podcast Patreon?
1: Patreon.com slash CU Podcast. I do... Um, um, oh. I do uh, writing once a week. We do the full video podcast. It's that. made
0: available to you. Yes, and we'll get it made available on YouTube as well at some point via the s- subscriptions. We'll try that. So, got to try that. Um, we also
1: do a poll every week. Every week, you can partake in a poll, and we will discuss it. I'll do a hangout. You do do a
0: hangout. I do. Got to probably schedule that. So, this this week's uh, Patreon poll topic in third place, Star Wars Memories as Kids Slash Teens, 15%. Second place, NBA Jam Deep Dive Discussion, twenty percent It's hanging on. And in first place, 62%, Ian, N64 Collecting is the library worth diving into.
1: Well, I've, I've given my opinion on that a few times before, but I think it's, it's been more popular lately. Um, the N64 is worth getting into if you like the N64. You don't necessarily need someone to justify that for you. Um, on the other hand, I don't feel like it's particularly worth getting into overall because it doesn't have a large variety of games. Um, Yes, there are good games on the N64, but even some of the best game lists, as soon as people start, you know, really, uh, you know, going through them, you realize that there is a there, there's a couple of genres on the N64 that really repeat um, racing games being the number one genre. When I go through some of my favorite N64 games, I think of stuff like um, the Snowboard Kids games. Uh, I really like Beetle Adventure Racing. I like the Rush games, but I'm not the a free Speedway. I've never played Mickey Speedway, Dad, actually. Um, but I Mario Kart 64, they're all good, but I don't need that level, uh, I don't need that many racing games in my library. Um, South Park Rally? South Park Rally, yes. Uh, Cruising USA, Cruising World, Cruising Exotica. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's uh, all the Top Gear games, the World Rally games. There really is just an absurd number of racing games yeah, it's on a lot. the system.
0: You're not counting the Star Wars ones and... Um... Uh, what the fuck? I, God, I re- even Diddy Kong wouldn't bring it up. Nope. Um.
1: So, I think that there is enough. The N sixty four has a lot of first party games that people fondly remember. Um, as those get ported to other systems, I feel like it's harder and harder to recommend getting into N sixty four collecting. Um. Because you can get those on a system uh, that is going to display them properly to your TV, or if it's a handheld, they'll be in the handheld, and there's there's better ways to play those games now. But that's not why a lot of people get into collecting. A lot of people get into collecting to chase after memories and things like that. I do think the Nintendo sixty four has the benefit of being a small games library without a lot of titles that go for an insane amount of money. There are t- titles that do, but not enough to I think make it, um, you know, incredibly daunting to someone who might want to go get a full set. It, it it's um,
0: it's a weird system because obviously, talk about first party games. Yeah, everyone likes the first party games. Everyone likes the rare games, and yeah, there's like the ten to twenty third-party games that people bring up. You know, there's there's some people that love Turok. You know, there's some people that, you know, uh, obviously the the WWF, uh, what was it, Uh, No Mercy people love. People love the WCW games. Sure. Maybe not not Backstage Assault, because we said we're going to do a wrestling game without a ring for some reason. Backstage Assault Uh, is miserable. (laughs) But there's a lot of fun games here and there. But then you also have a system where you have, you know, game ports where the n64 is probably not the best place to play you know resident evil 2 right it's probably not the best place to play uh pro skater it's actually a very good version of resident evil 2 it's the first one to
1: add analog um it's really not bad but yes you're right like i would not think of playing pro skater that would not be my first choice for pro skater it wouldn't be my first choice for um you know mortal Kombat trilogy Uh, which i forgot was on the system until you said it yeah, um,
0: yeah, it's not going to be my first choice for a lot of that stuff. That's the thing when you look at a lot of these games, unless they're ever a very particular style, like, like, like NBA Hang Time is excellent because that's like a direct it's a arcade great port. game. It's a direct arcade port. I mean, it's excellent on the Super Nintendo, but it's even better on uh, N 4 because it, it's it's the arcade and it's four players built into the system. So I remember having a lot of fun with my cousins playing that game, for example. But there's also, like you said, there's just a ton of racing games. We did that. I think we did we, we did the number one time. It was, it, it was like fifty to sixty games. It and, was ridiculous. And
1: look, I I collect for a system that has at least thirty five mahjong games on it, so I understand what it's like to have certain I, genres dominate your library. But the problem is, is the N sixty four library is small to begin with. Yeah, it's it's two ninety six North American and PAL.
0: Um, we did do that once, and we figured was, out a percentage, and it was it, something crazy. It was nuts. Um, and we're not even talking about. We didn't talk about the sports games. Um, we talked about Hang Time. But that's sure. sort of like an arcade game to me. But like I, again, I think if someone wants to go go back and play a, you know, a Madden game, I don't know if they're going back to the N sixty four to play Madden two thousand. My gut tells me that's not like the version they want to play. No, you know, or play like do they want to play uh, NBA in the Zone ninety nine or do they want to play um, Kobe Bryant courtside quarterback club 99 or I mean blitz is a, again that's an arcade game. that's separate so even the sports games the the blitz games are really good on there and people buy them like
1: crazy I will, I will give it that I'm
0: talking yeah. traditional sports though oh sure sure so even those you already have a bunch of sports titles which is a chunk of the system sports obviously that no one's going to look back and say I want to play those games nowadays, right? What what's the point of playing those? Uh, is is Ready to Rumble decent ports on on the N sixty four versus Dreamcast? I'm, I'm guessing that, I'm guessing they're not as good as the Dreamcast ones, but I, I never played them. Yeah, I'm not certain uh, on that. And then of course you have the really weird shit like Superman sixty four and all the sixty four games that they they brought out just to put sixty four in the title. You know, there's some of, there's some of those. <laughs> Virtual Pool 64, Virtual Chess 64. Do we, I don't think we need the power of, of of chess on the N64. I just don't see that being a no, thing. No, the, uh, the power of chess? <laughs> the power of chess on the 64, yes. Uh, that, so that's what I mean. It's a weird system. It's, a, it's just a weird system. And it's also weird, though, when you look at collecting it, that there's not a lot of, like, accessories that for it. Uh, I mean for, in terms of first party accessories, in terms of first party there's like nothing. I think I told you there was like a, there was a fishing thing in Japan, a fishing rod thing that came out in Japan but not here. And that was first party? I believe they I believe it was first party. I have to double check. Just research for the upcoming book. Um but you have like the transfer pack if you count that as an accessory. Sure. Microphone. Um and if you count the rumble pack and memory, you know, memory cards, which they also also made third party. There's like it's not interesting. And obviously, they had like crappy, contr- like you know, uh, steering wheel controllers and things like that. But there is no light gun at all, Mm-mm. so it's the first Nintendo console without a light gun. Um, so that's one less genre, one less. And I don't know why they didn't bother because they probably would have sold. So it- it's just to me not interesting because of that. Looks like it's oh. an ASCII controller. For it's the- ASCII, yeah. So not first party. Okay, so um, it's not a system, obviously, for RPGs. Oh no! Absolutely it's, not. There's only what, what, two, uh, one or two?
1: Aiden oh. Chronicles, Quest. I mean, those are the ones that you. Uh, uh, there probably was
0: one or two in Japan.
1: Ogre Battle, but that's not. There's Ogre Battle's more of a strategy yeah. RPG. Um, right. And the RPGs that are on the system are not generally considered great. Like I like Quest sixty four. I think it's cute, but in quaint. But it's not like a. It's not like a deep dive like people were getting on. You know the PlayStation at the time. You you weren't getting any Square Enix level stuff.
0: And then you have weird ports like Starcraft, where I cannot picture that being fun to play with an N sixty four controller at all. Mm, I just probably not. I no. just don't picture that. Um, and then you have to see what's actually compatible with with the the mouse that came out in uh, Japan. Um, so yeah, there, it's just a strange system. It's not a, I, to me. I, I, I'm not when we when we go off on the N sixty four. It's not like oh we hate this thing. It's just like it's just not. It doesn't stand up. The library just doesn't stand up. It does not excite me. If it excites you, that's fine. Um, and when, I mean as a whole, because like the weird stuff or really bad stuff it, to me doesn't have a charm. Like, I, I would never want to play uh, Superman sixty four in my life. But I'll play some crappy Super Nintendo game or some crappy NES game for fun.
2: You yeah, I mean? but like, I mean at that point uh,
0: I, I I get it and I
1: agree. But at that point that's a very much uh, there's someone there's. For every person like us who wants to do that with the uh, Nintendo and Super Nintendo, there's people out there who want to do it with the N64. It's
0: just not our thing. Yeah, but then it's just... I'm just saying it's less charming. The N64 aesthetic is less charming. They may think it's more charming. In general, it isn't because that is not a retro style that's come back in vogue. It's gross. 16-bit, 8-bit pixel art. N64 has been sort of...
1: I like low-polygon stuff, stuff, but I don't like... um, yeah, I don't need it with that aesthetic. I don't need it with the fog and
0: stuff attached to it. I'm actually, I'm actually, I, I'm not trying to push a product that's not going to come out for at least a year and a half. But what's interesting is that I, I actually want to now play like Quake Two on the N64 and see how it plays. Sure, I'm actually interested in in, in playing. Um, you always you always bring up Doom 64. I will review Doom 64 for the book. I it's, will do that. It's it's a good game that is
1: flawed on the 64 definitely I would suggest playing it you're gonna have to review it for the book but definitely for the Switch version it's better
0: but I'm not looking forward to the person that's have to do a lot of these sports titles you know or 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 like Jeremy McGrath Supercross 2000 maybe it's a fun game but I mean like I it's it's a I was gonna say mile wide wide puddle deep it's not even a mile wide though the N64 library it's like a river wide yeah you know puddle deep it's a crick that's the thing it's a strange console you really have to love the aesthetic and um yeah. I mean, you, you, you can literally probably take out the sports and racing games, and you're already down to, like, probably 290 games left. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. No, far less than that. Uh, oh, oh, in the U.S., North America, you're down to probably 200 games. Yeah. yeah. That aren't sports and racing at that point. Right, we're having, counting, like, the 10... 10 wrestling games. So if, so if you're not into wrestling, that's 10, 12 less games right there. Because remember, there was an ECW game as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're already coming down. It, it's, there's just not a lot of genres of games. At least, Or there's if there's a genre, there's not a lot. Like how many puzzle games are there? Like a handful of puzzle games? Uh, Pokemon Puzzle League. Wettrix. Tetris, Wetrix, New
1: Tetris. Uh, well, Magical Tetris, New Tetris. Tetrisphere. <laughs> there's
0: like six, seven. So That's what I mean. It's yeah. like it's just not a well-rounded system. It's not well-rounded because no. even the fighting games isn't. There isn't a. Oh, there's like no fighting games. A handful of fighting games.
1: And, and, and yeah, in terms of fighting games that people would even maybe take seriously, you've got your uh, MK trilogy and your um, Killer Instinct Gold I mean, and, that's and Smash. We count Smash as Smash. a fighting game. Uh, No one's going. No one's going gaga over the N64
0: War Gods port. Oh, War Gods! I remember that game. My my, my cousin had that game. That was weird. Or uh. What is it? Fighter's history? Yeah. What was that like? Uh, it, no,
1: Fighter's history. Um, Fighter's uh, destiny. Fighter's destiny. Yeah.
0: Is that the one where you made your own moves? I believe you
1: can create your own moveset, Yeah.
0: It was interesting, but I mean, it, it's a it's a strange system. And it, okay, but you can you can collect the different colored consoles. That was the first time Nintendo's like we're gonna we can't really sell you anything else. Well, we'll I think I think collectors consoles. for
1: the N sixty four do have a lot of fun with that. And if I was into the N sixty four, I'd probably that way too there's the 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 limited edition uh controllers are um beautiful for the n64 um and that's actually something that i I do enjoy looking into people should look into it i can't remember who wrote the article Um, there's like a whole article i read a Year or two ago, just on controller collecting for the N64, the amount of official variants—was like there twenty of them? There's there's so many. You know, with those weird skin ones that were kind of official it, too. And if you, it, yeah, there's there's a lot of really neat like official N64 controllers. I'm not saying like different designs; they're all the same design, but like. Uh, you know this store had its own official one with like its logo on it and there were these weird colors and yeah I, I like the N64 controller stuff I think it's neat
0: to look at I probably own all the mainstream ones except for that the weird Nintendo Power and I do have the the banana one somewhere it's not in great shape but I think I have just about all the standard I guess North American ones but no I don't have like 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 the ones that were like skinned differently yeah I like I like all of those I, I, think I don't think I've cool seen looking. those in person anywhere there's probably so no few they're those.
1: like supposed to be very very rare some of those
0: let's see red yellow blue green black gray great purple atomic purple Jungle Green, Fire Red, Ice Blue, Watermelon Red, Smoke Gray, Extreme Green, and Gold. I guess those are the regular what standard ones. What melon! So those are the ones that are retail North America. That's like 15 or so. And then, obviously, the Nintendo Power, what was it two, was it 200th issue Nintendo Power one? Yeah. And then, obviously, the Banana one. And I think that's it for those ones, besides the reskin weird ones that are semi-official, I guess, uh, there. So, uh, well, that's it, you know. And then, uh... No other real. Con- I, I, was there a was there a fighter stick joystick for the N sixty four? No, there's no games
1: on it that would really take advantage of it. There's literally nothing that uses six buttons as a fighting game. Mortal Kombat uses five. I don't think there's any. It, there was never a stick in the U
0: S. And let me let me just say something about the N sixty four controller. Is that I don't think I've, I've maligned it. I don't think it's a terrible controller. The N sixty four controller. I just think there was a couple of weird things they did to it that I think, in retrospect, they should have redesigned. The
1: uh, shell, the shape, is not my issue. My issue is just the general crappiness of that analog stick. Well, it just goes. Yeah, if it didn't get so loose and if it had something, like, a little bit of grip on the actual top of it, instead yes. of just,
0: I... You get Nintendo thumb or N64 thumb on yeah.
1: that after a while if you play... I would like it a lot more if it was just a slightly better joystick.
0: I, I, But as an analog, it worked great having, like, you know, three pressures to the left and right for Smash Brothers, Like, that was good. I really dislike the four yellow yellow control buttons the and, camera buttons and I think that's a disservice to to yourself really because if you really think that we're going to have camera buttons to use in every single game that comes out in the console you're really banking on the 3D uh, you know polygon and what if it's a 2D game you know what if it's a standard fighting game now those yellow buttons aren't as easy to use if it's like a street fighter type of game I just think it's a weird choice to do that um to, and to misshape them like that versus the you know the big a the, the bigger AMBs. It's, yeah. a and b's it's just a weird it's it's just a weird thing to me I, I I guess for most games it doesn't matter but you're just selling yourself short uh, for, the D head is a good deep head. So, well, I mean, you know, this was where people were, I mean, companies were trying to get
1: used to this whole analog thing. That, I mean, so Nintendo did this and then Sony improved on it a little bit by adding the second analog stick, which is way better than using control buttons, you know, and that way you have room for actual, uh, you know, additional buttons. You don't have to try to make, you know, your camera controls and your
0: game controls the, the same. I Maybe mean, that's what it is. I'm 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 surprised that, I'm surprised they didn't redo the N64 controller in some other version. I'm just surprised they did. You know. or just something that was popular for long enough to to, to, to warrant a second, uh, you know, a small, a, a, a either a redesign. small redesign or just a redesign in general, like the Hori Pad that came out, third-party pad. Okay, well there you go. That's our that's our word on the N64. It's a st- stream wide, maybe stream deep or or <laughs> deep still. <laughs> stream wide, my, <laughs>
1: I'm just saying shit. Yeah, uh, ASCII fishing controller, go away. Stop
0: buying it. Nah, sp- I'm not buying it. Stop looking at Phoebe Kate's fishing. All right, Q and A time on the CU podcast. This is from uh, Phil Tyler, eighty, Alaskan King. Um, parent hit with backlash after deleting after deleting Minecraft world. Their young son spent the year building as punishment for for as, as a punishment for sleeping. Yeah, I guess sleeping too late. This comes from the Am I the Asshole Reddit thread, and I'm guessing we're going to take this at face value that it's true. So this is what happened. Uh, this is the story from the asshole. And I guess he's been deemed an asshole by the community. I, which I guess that's how it works in it. I have two children, a nine-year-old. You can get... Uh, uh, there's
1: uh, NTA, which is not the asshole. Okay. Uh, there's uh, ITA, which I think is the asshole. Okay. Or are an asshole. And then there was... Uh, there's like a... Uh, there's one where it's like both people are the assholes. This is his asshole. Yeah.
0: Is it? Okay. I have two children, a nine-year-old son and a six-year-old daughter. My son had a Minecraft world where he built quite an impressive castle on an island which he was very proud to show to me. Hmm. Since school was canceled, he had issues with waking up on time. He's supposed to wake up at seven each morning but for the past month, he's been sleeping in until about nine or ten. I always set an alarm for him but he sleeps right through it. I don't wake him up because waking himself up is a skill that he needs to learn. I told him about two weeks ago that there are going to be consequences for him if he continues to sleep in every morning. At first, he understood and was waking up every morning, but for the past week or so, he has fallen back into old habits. I told him yesterday that this is his final warning. Today, he slept in until 11. So I followed through with my warning and went on the computer and deleted his favorite Minecraft world. I also took away computer privileges for the next month. When I told (sighs) him, he started screaming and crying. He told me that he spent a whole year working on that world and he's very distraught that he's never going to see it again. He's been crying and sobbing throughout the day and has refused to eat any of his meals. So he was deemed an asshole in the community.
1: Yeah, you are an asshole. Um Wow, yeah, I mean, like, I don't even play Minecraft, but like, how old is the kid? Nine. Nine. Jesus Christ. <sighs> parents look I I feel weird like offering parenting advice because it's always me saying I'm never going to have kids you need to understand why things are important to your kids you need to understand make sure you understand the things that your kids are doing and if this guy did understand what Minecraft was then it's definitely him being an asshole Um, if a kid slept in and a father's response was to go down into the basement and destroy every lego creation that kid has made are you good yeah okay uh was going to destroy every leg and destroyed every lego creation um that kid had built over the past year that father would be rightly fucking pilloried like he would just i mean that would be a absolutely awful thing to do um destroying you know your kid's creative uh outlet um minecraft is just legos for people without the space And without the actual Legos. You're putting in the same amount of time. You're doing the same amount of building. You're doing the same amount of creating. And yes, people and kids put hundreds and hundreds of hours into these things. Um, Taking away computer privileges, that's fine. That's normal fucking parent behavior. But deleting the Minecraft world? No, I think that's that's very much a, a big asshole thing. And if your kid is nine and he's having trouble getting up, like, some of this isn't just... That's what all that bothers me. It doesn't seem like he's thinking about, well, maybe there's reasons why my kid is sleeping until 11. Maybe it's not just my kid is lazy. Maybe he's not getting enough sleep at night, or maybe there's a problem. Maybe it's, you know, something along those lines. There's all sorts of reasons why that is just an absolutely awful reaction, I think.
0: Well, there there's two ways to um, deal with children, positive or negative reinforcement. This was obviously negative reinforcement versus positive where you where you reward someone for doing well. So that's how I mean not to tell someone how to parent, but that's what I would say. I would say if you get up at seven, you will be allowed to play Minecraft. Yeah. If not, you're not. Right. And that's positive reinforcement. It's that easy. You don't have to fucking
1: delete his goddamn
0: Minecraft world. <laughs> yeah. You, you 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 reward for good behavior. Or you, you can punish for bad obviously if it gets to extreme. The problem with this is that this sounds like if the, if this is to be a belief, he went to an extreme an ext- extreme, extreme, which he didn't maybe understand. Which I don't know how you don't. If like, it's not like that's what I'm saying. Like, uh,
1: pay attention to what your kids are doing. Understand what they're doing. Be yeah. interested because I think any reasonable parent. I don't want to jump to the conclusion that every parent is an asshole. I feel like maybe if this parent knew what it was, they wouldn't have done that. You know what I'm saying? It's not. Just I think like, they
0: know because they, if they, if they right. go online, yeah, they know. They feel guilt for asking about. Uh, did what? Did he actually warn that I will delete your? your Minecraft world because I guarantee if he did the kid would have gotten up at 7am every day for the rest of his life um, yeah the kid needs some discipline obviously sure sleeping through an alarm and there's no excuse for that you know get up and fucking do your you still have school work when you're, when you're at home with all this going on you still have stuff to do but um yeah I, I, I yeah obviously it's I I'd I'd feel horrified because obviously the kids are going to remember this forever now I mean, yeah, that's that's going to be something where I'm sh- even if they patch it
1: up, that kid is going to be. They're going to sit around. I, yeah. Dad and kid are going to be having a beer. It's gonna be like, remember when you fucking deleted my- that
0: Minecraft world I worked for on a year? The closest thing that happened to me was when my, my, I think I brought something. My father threw out Marky Stevens's. He threw out all his clothes and his bed. I built a little cardboard bed. I put a little pillow in it, a little thing, and he was my little buddy, and I cried. For probably the entire day. Then i probably cried the next day. And I felt like shit for probably two weeks. After my dad did that. And my dad was just like. He claimed that I said it was okay to throw the stuff out. Like it wasn't in anyone's way. It was just in the back rec room. I would never have agreed to that. Like like why would. like? So my dad always had a weird. Th- he still to this day has a weird thing about like clutter. Like you look at me. It's like yeah that's, that's where I get it from. But like he went to the extreme. And threw out things that there was room to keep. Like, he went to the opposite extreme, so Like, he would throw out... Hey, I'm going to throw out all your, your NES boxes or all your Nintendo powers. Like, it's a stack this big, Dad. It's like, it's not a lot of room. Keep it in the attic. Like, right. he, he went to this weird other extreme, like, not wanting to be... Have all this weird... Like, like he went to the The extreme. opposite end of Hoarder. And, and, of course, he creates me now from this. Like, he went somewhere... I can't throw out anything because he threw out shit he sh- shouldn't have. Thanks, Dad. But anyway, so that's what I mean. It's like... But I still bring it up to him because it was it showed, like, how callous your parent could be in doing something having a total disregard for the emotional health of your child and just
1: not understanding or taking the time to understand what something might actually mean to your child
2: yeah
0: Yeah, it's not just the fact that marky stevens you know he still has clothes but it's the fact that i i had this relationship built up with him or he was like my little friend and i i literally adopted him as as a cabbage patch kid literally literally have adoption papers it's something special that's why cabbage patch kids were popular it wasn't just having a regular doll, you know. Can't call him an action figure. It is a doll. It's a kid. I mean, you could put him in some action situations if you wanted to. Did they sell a military outfit? I think they did for Cabbage Patches, Did they? Really? They had sports outfits and NASA and everything. But, um... Yeah, so it's just I, I hope with time. First of all, how did you delete it for good? You think you would have if you were
1: well. That's the only thing I'm wondering is like, is it truly deleted for good, or is there a way to? You is know, it
0: in the recycle bin? I, I don't know. What did you What did you have made a backup of it in case your kid behaves, and even just to scare him? Maybe maybe that's one thing. Hey, I delete it, see and cry. Then you said, no, 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 I no, it's I really have it, but let you know how serious it is. that. Wouldn't that would still be bad? Wouldn't be as horrible. Maybe you do that. You, you keep a backup somewhere.
1: So yeah. there are some Cabbage Patch kids wearing uh, camo fatigues.
0: I don't know if these were made for them or if official. they were official. Well, but that, well, that, well, that, uh, that salmon-colored overalls and my, my great aunt made that. No, nice. um, that outfit's made. The socks are, you know, those are those are the replacement socks. No, those are the real socks. Oh. The socks, my my father. The worst thing was my father threw out the shoes, so I thought of, a, he's going to hurt his feet. Now right. Marky's going to hurt his feet. Like that's just cold. It's cold. It's just cold. It's a cold world. But I did buy a replacement clone. That exact model with the original outfit, so that's what it was. So I knew, I, I knew you had done. Something. So I have the original outfit, uh, which was like a sports, I think number twenty-one or something. I have, and so I have the clone that. But now I feel bad. I don't want to declothe the clone. It's not it, now. I don't want to punish him for something my dad did thirty-five years ago. You know, now I'm in a weird, weird conundrum. Now a lot to unpack. Like, like a lot uh, to unpack. <laughs> I don't think, I don't think Mark, you want me to do that either to, to the poor clone hanging out in the garage right now. So now it's now like I don't know what to do. I don't want to like uh, strip the the, the clone Marky Stevens and then have to sell a naked cabbage patch kid. That raises too many questions. Oh. Well, that's all the
1: time we have for today. completely unnecessary <laughs> Not- podcast. Pat, I'm trying oh, to no, save you, want, you. You don't want to argue I, that I, one I, for I, some to- reason.
0: That one you want to slide right I'm by. i to save you on this one. You know, I just think it's something to be thought of. You know, mm-hmm. d- d- don't throw out six-year-old thick but quick. I wasn't thick but quick then. I was, I was quick. I wasn't thick yet. I wasn't thick until after the NES. I wasn't thick until about like eight, nine. I, like eight, I started to get thick at that point. Eight years old was thick, thick Pat. The Ocho. The the O show, yeah. NES didn't help. Obviously, my mom making brownies every the other day. And mm. Cookies didn't help. They were good though. After school, nice warm brownies. Oh man. Mm. Sorry, what was I saying? I, we were wrapping up that Q and A. We were wrapping up the podcast. You we're want to ra- do one more? Yeah, we'll we'll save that one for next week. Okay, well that's it for this argumentative CU podcast. Um, really wasn't any different than any other uh, CU you podcast. Were, you, were, you were you were combative more than usual. You were just okay. saying. Roll the tape back. You went at me a few more times than usual. Um, this Saturday keeps you on your toes. I'm on my toes all the time. That's my problem. Um, it was CBD. Um, this Saturday in my birthday, I'm gonna have a, a. Is it your birthday this Saturday? Birthday stream for charity. See, you're being snippy. To Turbo raise, graphics to raise money for coronavirus pandemic relief at twitch.tv slash countrycode maybe Ian will show up, probably not I mean not but, here, I'll show up in the stream maybe, maybe, I'll, uh, maybe I'll call Frank we'll do a Frank uh, update uh, I'll call him up, have him say hi to everyone since he usually shows up to, well he didn't show up for the last NES marathon, but uh, if we do a tenth one we'll get him back for that perhaps I will pop in and play along
1: uh, the games that I have uh,
0: for my PC you'll then. play along with me in your book, you'll know it's time now. <laughs> um, what where is that, that from? just read along books Oh, yeah. You'll know it's time to turn the page when you hear the grasshopper mm-hmm. hop like this. Things like that. Uh, yeah, and then uh, obviously we got our, our, we got the books. We got the Blu-rays. We got the limited shirts at UltimateNintendo.com. And the enamel pins. Were pins, over, were, pins. We're pins. over a third through the enamel pins. We're over a third through the remainder of the podcast. So we got less than 200 uh, to sell for the, the pins there. Nice. And we have about 10 to 15 sets of the original buttons left as well. There. i'll probably hold on to a couple because i don't i never held on to any of our t-shirts i have we have, we have like six t-shirts i have none of the t-shirts myself in, in a size i can wear
1: neither do i but do you really want to wear your own t-shirt
0: that's I guess, the question. If, I guess if you're a hack youtuber you do that in every video that you do i know a lot of <laughs> wearing your own t-shirt has never been a particularly good look i don't think i think the danny one would be funny to wear sure because it's danny's fucking huge mug on the face which is probably our worst selling shirt though
1: yeah, but that was also like our first shirt, and it was oh, Teespring. Was not new. our. Was not our. First it was like shirt.
0: our first limited shirt. We did it through Teespring. We never did an actual print run of it. The first? No, no. The first one was 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 the original podcast logo was also Teespring was a limited one. Ah. Uh. That that did that did well. You remember the first shirt, the first logo? The no, logo? I do vaguely. Yeah, we've we've had a we've had five or six shirts. The the, the limited one's actually my favorite one because it's nice and stylized. I'm not just saying it. Although my man one is good too. And the little, uh, the, I guess the chibi one with us is, is nice too. I like that one. That was probably my favorite. That I should have kept one of. Well, you we have the art. We can always make them anyway. Now we're just now we're just going off on tangents. May I make one for little little Marky Stevens? Little, little... Oh, my... oh God! I'll make a podcast shirt. Is that possible? Is, can I get baby size shirts made on Teespring or online? I almost want to do that. now. <sighs> a, custom, custom, custom baby shirt patch. Well, it's baby shirt. size, right? I don't know. It's, it's a baby size. I guess that's probably not. Probably pr- proportioned differently. I'm sure you can make a custom cabbage patch shirt. I think my great aunt, great aunt Betty's still alive. She can make them. Nah, she's she's probably gone by now. I think she was like, she's got to be like, yeah, she'd be late 90s by now. I think she's gone. Poor aunt Betty. That was one of those relatives we go over to see like, like twice a year at most. It was like one of those weird things where like you show up and it's like you barely know that.
1: Right. And it's just a weird, yeah. Because it's, cause it's there's, like
0: there's nothing to talk I, about, nothing to do. Because it's like my thought. Fu- I'm not blood related to these people at that point because it's like, no, oh, am I? Oh, no, I am because it's my. It was like my grandma's, my grandma's older brother. So what is that? We, like, what is that in your relation to? You can't even like, it's not even a word in our culture. You know, it's, I guess we called him we called him an uncle, but you know what I mean? Like, oh, no, your grandma's older brother would be your great uncle. It, was, it is a great uncle? Yeah. So so my dad would go over like we go over twice a year, uh, Uncle Jerry and Aunt Betty and Uncle Jerry was cool because he did woodwork downstairs he'd make all his wood things like Mickey Mouses for, stuff for lawns and little displays and things I love the smell of a wood shop but it was weird because it was like one of those old people were like they would go to bed at like six or seven and get up at like four in the morning you ever hear those old people uh-huh. that do that and it's just like we couldn't.
1: that, that was my, my that was the, scorpion. Uh, my, my, the my, scorpion the scorpion the scorpion that's what we call them. my asshole grandfather on my dad's side who is now dead too bad um he uh i hated him i have a bad history with okay. it okay but um i when i visited him out here he would do the same thing he would go to bed at like seven and wake up at four and I if i, I wasn't fucking up chain smoking and fucking drinking coffee at four thirty, he would start like <coughs>
0: outside and the guest room window was right what do you mean if you weren't chain smoking you would chain smoke with him i mean i i smoked cigarettes for years so, you, so he required you to smoke with
1: him. if I wasn't up sitting on the back porch with him fucking sucking down cigarettes and drinking coffee at like five, four, 30 or 5 in the morning he would start grumbling and trying to wake me up like I couldn't fucking what, sleep like he day. was a cat that wanted to be fed It's fucking miserable he was a miserable human wow anyway how did I use this against you this podcast
0: I don't know why I didn't I was sitting right here my weapon my, my dollars for a weapon right in
1: the chest hmm.
0: was it on target I think it was
1: yeah you got me in
0: my heart I'm dead Oh, I told me. Anyway, anyway, so <laughs> um, so that's it for this city podcast. Gonna go get a burrito. I'm gonna. Should I buy myself an ice cream cake for my birthday? I I, I didn't last year. I, don't,
1: I think I skipped last year. I feel like you should probably get a burrito today. I so I still one left over. Treat yourself
0: today. Oh, okay, you do. That's right. You have a. Surf it's not my burrito. birthday today. That's fine. It's just a long work. Treat that. yourself today. I work until usually 7:30 in podcast.
2: Treat yourself today.
0: All right, we're getting we're getting out of here. We're done.